sweet ones. Welcome to a bonus episode of the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I really believe that we have a God who wants to heal us. Today, I'm going to start doing something a little bit different. I am going to, from time to time, read an excerpt from one of my books. And today is from my book, In Search of Calm, Renewal for a Mother's Heart. The chapter is Out of the Darkness. From Job 42, Then Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do all things. No plan of yours can be thwarted. You asked, who is this that obscures my counsel without knowledge? Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. A dear friend of mine was hurt, very hurt. Physically, she will get back to normal soon enough. But emotionally and spiritually, she will never be the same again. This has hit me possibly harder than any other evil thing that has brushed through my life before now. I felt a sadness that was new for me. It stemmed from three places. The smallest being the realization that this could actually happen to me. I am not untouchable, immortal after all. Only took me 30 plus years to come to that conclusion. The next factor contributing to my depth of sadness is simply utter pain for what my friend went through, is going through, and will carry with her for the rest of her life. I can only begin to imagine and construct in my mind what I think she must be feeling, and it saddens me to my core. I can literally feel my heart hurt when I think about it. But the largest dynamic is the one that has surprised me the most. After all these years of being a truster of God, I have found myself disappointed and yes, even angry with my creator. This has never been an emotion I have felt towards him. But if I am to believe that he is sovereign and we are to believe that wholeheartedly, then I must grapple with the fact that he had the choice to stop what was going to happen to my friend, but he chose not to. The basicness of this lesson seems almost obscure. I have heard of evil before. I've known of evil before. I've watched evil unfold before my very eyes on television before, fiction and reality. But I have never seen the hand of evil so up close before. It was almost as if I didn't really know it existed until now. Because surely God allows evil on a daily basis. And I surely knew that before this moment in time. But I don't think I really knew it. And that was the issue that plunged me into near depression for weeks and weeks. That was the haunting voice that kept me on the verge of tears. That was the thing that left me going through my life. Like when you find yourself at your destination, but only your subconscious was driving and you have no idea how you got there. That was the nagging concern that stopped me from praying because I remembered I wasn't speaking to him just yet. I'd never, ever felt that way, that disconnected from the one who I thought would always protect me. It occurred to me that I didn't know his heart and character like I thought I did. But then something began to change, very slowly, I might add. To be brutally honest, I'd been questioning his intentions 
toward those who are his. I used to think that God is always loving, always faithful, always good, but I started to doubt his love, faithfulness, and goodness as I pictured him sitting by and watching my friend be violated. What I am just now allowing myself to feel is that his heart was breaking infinitely more than mine. That was lesson number one for me. Lesson number two is from the book of Job. A friend of mine who held me up emotionally and spiritually during that time pointed out this passage to me. After everything had been stripped away and Job was violated in almost every physical and emotional way, he had this to say of his God. I know that you can do all things. No plan of yours can be thwarted. Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. Please forgive me. I had been wrong. That was my other lesson. In our pain, can we be honest with God? Absolutely. No point in lying. He already knows what we feel. But I was realizing that I had crossed a line. During that grieving period, which is not over, I'm sure, I was irreverent. I was forgetful. I forgot the truths that I know. The enemy whispered things into my mind that I allowed to sway my thinking, thinking that had been built upon years and years of God's word and personal faith experiences. The enemy wanted me to doubt God's love, and he got me to do so. But in spite of my pain, I chose not to do that anymore. Life is hard. What a cliche, so allow me to rephrase. Life can be absolutely horrifying and heartbreaking and fragile and fatal. But, she says with short up conviction, God is good. God is faithful. God is love. That is what I know. That is truth. That is what is going to get me through. And I pray that will be what is going to pull my friend through. God is love. Even when we can't see it. Bottom line. So has your heart been breaking lately? Please don't run from God during this time. Run to him. He is the only one who can bring you healing. And that is what he came for. Let me pray. Dear God, we cannot get through this sadness on our own. We need you so desperately to be our strength and to heal us. It feels like our hearts will never be the same again. Please give us your peace. Please put the pieces of our hearts back together again. Amen. So sweet ones, all that to say, if you are doubting God's goodness, his faithfulness, his love, it's okay. You are the unconditionally beloved daughter of the Father God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.